0: Hello, everybody, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Roundtable. You are Locked On Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Once again, Josh Neighbors, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Next to me is Stephen Simcox. He is the host of Locked On Horned Frogs. Below him, it is John Williams, the host of Locked On Sooners. And to his left, below me, it is Jake Hatch of Locked On Cougars, TCU, Oklahoma, and BYU all represented here on the show. So big news that we're talking about uh, today, and it's kind of been happening over the last twenty-four hours or so, is that the Big Ten is closing in on their television deal with three partners: CBS, NBC, and the primary being Fox. And all of the implications surrounding that. Take number one, or you know, kind of part number one of this. 60% primary rights going to Fox. CBS will fill their 3.30 game with a game from the Big Ten. And also, it sounds like a primetime game will be happening on NBC, most likely following a Notre Dame game. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I don't think we see many night Notre Dame games on NBC. They usually do, what, 3.30 window Mm -hmm. as it is there. So really what the Big Ten is wanting to do, it sounds like, is create, guess what, an NFL-like schedule where all of their TV windows are covered. Stephen your initial thoughts when you saw the Big Ten closing in on this deal and they're not being obviously the mothership for Letter Network ESPN.
1: Yeah, I think it was Brian Curtis that said this, but uh, I mean, what are we going to do now without Michigan versus whoever at 11 a.m.? Like that <laughs> seemed like such a commodity, such a um, consistent Beth thing. Yeah, on Saturdays. College game day ends. It's always at like 1102 because Corsair's got to get a little buildup going with the headgear. And then it's like, oh, hey, Michigan's playing uh, Nebraska on today. That's kind of cool. All right, let me just settle in and and get going. Um, I mean, I find it interesting just because people have said this, but it's it's crazy now that it's actually real. I mean, this is, this is a Fox and ESPN war, and they have picked their sides. Like ESPN has staked their flag with the SEC. Fox has staked their flag with the Big Ten. As you mentioned, there's going to be some streaming, some, you know, NBC, CBS involved there as well. Um, But these two huge networks have said, "Okay, these are our leagues and we're rolling with them. Um, So that's, that's just going to be fun to watch and entertaining to kind of see, you know, who has the upper hand there. Obviously, the SEC is it's such a huge brand when it comes to college football, you know, as far as it relates to the Big 12. Um, I think it's, I mean, I think it's good. There's a chance, you know, there's a, a good real estate there with ESPN. Now obviously you have to fill that programming. They're not just going to do it with sec teams. Um, this still just seems like kind of the staring match between the big 12 and the pac 12 and who's going to kind of edge out and, and be, you know, next in line behind, um, the big two. And, and I don't have a great answer for that. I think the big 12 is in a good position, uh, but it does. Feel like the longer this drags on, you sort of wonder if if there's any stabilization with uh, what's going on in the West Coast. But I think overall it's good. I mean, the Big Twelve is united; they're in a position of strength, and now there's more real estate on ESPN. I know people don't love 11 a.m. kickoffs, but um, I mean that would that would make a lot of sense for you know a Central Time Zone to have some teams just kind of starting off the day in Big Twelve country. Uh, and that's now kind of opened up a little bit more at the Big Ten, moving on to Fox.
0: And it's interesting because John, I mean, it looks like the gap. there's gonna be a, like a gap between the SEC and the Big Ten, it looks like, right? I mean, if I'm wrong here, but the the, the current deal is three hundred million um per year for is, I mean that's absurd. three hundred million dollars per year from ESPN for the SEC. I mean, this deal we're talking about right here and kind of if it's, it's it's different variation might be worth close towards a billion, right? A, a billion. And so you're talking about distribution. I mean, the Big Ten, John, they're, they're staking their claim here and uh, they're doing it with a variety of partners.
2: And I think that's kind of the way forward for any of these conferences really is to have, we and we talked about this like a month ago, I feel like, where having, yes, a primary rights holder, but then making sure that you have your product on several networks just to promote your product, but then to, to pull from bigger resources, bigger pools. You know, we gave the analogy, like if you're waiting tables and the big, the 20 top is all split in checks, you're going to have a better chance of getting bigger tips as opposed to if they're all just giving you one lump sum. And I think, you know, I think it's going to be fine for the sec. They're going to make their money. They're they've got the best product in college football. I think the big 12 is going to do just fine as well. They've got college football, I mean, it's the product that everybody wants. And so, you know, will they approach, you know, one one billion? Will the SEC? I bet the SEC is seeing this and they're just licking their chops. Like, all right, this is what it's gonna be. Greg Sankey is ready to go to the table. ESPN, you ready to do some business? Let's go. I think they're gonna be just fine. And I mean, the money's gonna continue to flow. It's just like quarterback contracts in the NFL. Every time a new one comes up, another one just blows it away. And that's gonna be the same thing with these TV rights deals. It's gonna make what we think of as money in college football just it's going to make us blush like every single time that a new media rights deal comes to fruition we're just going to be like speechless over it and that that's kind of how i'm at with the big ten i had to look at it several times when i when i saw that it said one billion per year i'm like what really but that's where the money's going to be and that's where college football is headed
0: you know jake we talk about the money i mean it kind of makes you think, like, to what end? What, what are, what can we do with all of this money? Like, what does it mean to have all this money? Put new slides and new facilities that
3: you've. I, I don't know. Laser tag. I mean, sure. Like, you're gonna have to. Here's the thing with, with with regards to what the Big Ten's trying to do right now is they're trying to set the market and they're trying to get as much money as they can. And you're, and you're right, John. Now the SEC's sitting there saying Okay. Yeah. You guys, you, guys set the, you guys set the mark. We're going we're gonna to blow by that. The biggest thing is I think for like the big 12, the PAC 12 now is they are going to be playing behind these two is how much can you scoop up from ESPN? If they're going to be truly be cut out of this big 10 deal, that should in theory leave more money on the table for both the PAC 12 and the big 12 and their upcoming media rights negotiations. So I feel like the big 12 should be feeling pretty good about themselves all things considered because we all I think expected that ESPN would be in the mix for the big 12's media rights. And them not having to pay any money to the Big Ten, according to those reports, means that there is more money in ESPN's back pocket that they should be able to spend.
0: Yeah, th- this now kind of gets to the, to the to the Big 12 side of things. Um, you know, th- the Pac-12 is at a little bit of an advantage here because they're first. They are first up. So this, this is a little bit of an advantage for them. But, uh, guys, we got to talk about ESPN. I mean, you know for the PAC 12 and for the big 12 ESPN seems like the only dance partner left. That's a big cable company or big cable TV. I should say, uh, it's mainstream. I should say that could be the primary rights holder for either. I mean, I know the ESPN already does have the ACC, but in addition to the SEC, is what I mean. And the big 10 only does, uh, the Fox only does have the big 10, but Steven, do you think that, I mean, it's kind of ESPN or, or bust here for the big 12 and the pac 12, considering this move or do you think the big uh, Fox will want to add more?
1: Sorry, I'll meet myself. That would help. Um, No, I think Fox will be involved. I feel like also we've talked about this in previous weeks, you know, there's a ton of nonlinear cable options as well. That could be possibly involved in the situation. Uh, But I mean, I agree with Jake, you know, ultimately it seems like if ESPN is your kind of main partner, you would look there first, but you would hope that Brett Yormark is creative in shopping around and finding ways to put the league in some different situations because that is, I mean, that's, that's one sort of interesting component about not, not being one of the, I guess, brand names, if you want to call it that is that you're not really hitched to one network in a way. Um, you have the ability to kind of look around and see if the grass is greener somewhere else. So there's there's um, options on the table here. It just it feels like ESPN would be your first conversation. Yeah,
3: and let me let me add one thing yeah, on that. You, it feels like to me that the Pac12 is it, they're they're m- more in need of ESPN as an entity than the big 12 is in my opinion. Cause I think there is going to be interest on the part of, I think CBS, Fox, and even NBC. We've heard about that, the shoulder programming potentially that NBC is looking for with regards to Notre Dame broadcast. I think the big 12, just with the diversity of the different TV windows that they can offer, that's going to give the big 12 more options. It feels like ESPN and the PAC 12 are two that need to work together more so than the big 12 needing just ESPN.
0: And John, I'll tell you about the you know the the time windows. Think about it like that. I I mean, you know, to Jake's point, like the the late night stuff doesn't really change here. Now, the one wrinkle that could be thrown into this is the Big Ten's desire to add that. Nicole Hourback at the Athletic talked about that today. Hey, do they want to get into a fourth window? The night games. Could they add Oregon? Could they add Stanford and Washington and Cal to do so? That's something that we talked about also with Big 12 after dark, that becoming kind a of possibility. But to Jake's point, John, that noon window is opened. Uh, it's been opened up now right on ESPN because there was a lot of Big 10 stuff that happened then. 330's opened up just a little bit too. Uh, if CBS wants to keep making a move here, the noon window is open for them. NBC, the noon window. I mean, basically for NBC, you're one game away now from filling out a full schedule, right? From hitting those three time slots. Have you got Notre Dame, a night game? You're you're a nooner now away from having a full slate on a uh, on a Saturday. And maybe the Fox, I mean, we've only heard about one game on Fox, right? I don't think we've heard about Now, obviously, FS1 will get programming and BTN will get programming. But so far, it sounds like they've only announced the one game for Fox, So, it, which would probably be a noon game. So there's places to go. I mean, John, I guess that's the upshot here, right? Avenues in the Big Twelve's time window have now opened up just a little bit more.
2: Yeah, and I think this is what's gonna make it viable for the Big Twelve to continue to find good money and good success. Like just because the Pac-12's first doesn't mean that the Big Twelve won't get their money when their time to renegotiate their their media rights deal comes up. There's these networks want college football and they want it from as many resources as they can. And so they're not going to shut out the big 12 completely just because they decided, you know, the, that Fox decided that they wanted the big 10 or the ESPN decides that they want the sec. Will they potentially play second fiddle those two conferences? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean that they can't make money and can't find programming and can't find good windows for their schools to be on those networks. They're going to have a place to put their product. That's not going to be an issue. And as we've seen with Brett Yormark, I mean, he's going to be an aggressive player in this field. He's not going to sit back on his hands and wait for things to happen. He's going to go out there and make things happen. I mean, if you're following the Big 12 you know, social media account at all on Twitter, <laughs> I highly recommend it if you're not. But they've really upped their game in recent weeks to kind of take on that same mentality. They're, they're getting aggressive themselves. So I don't have any concern about the Big 12 finding a window that's going to fully advertise their product and their platform. And make money because Brett Yormark is going to find a way to make that happen. And the networks are going to want it because they know that the Big 12, the fan bases that are in the Big 12, they're going to be locked in and tuned in every single week. And even the ones that aren't fans of Big 12 teams, I mean, you're talking about Texas, you're talking about Oklahoma, you're talking about Kent, like these states that are locked into college football. It doesn't matter that it's not a Big 12 team that's playing. They're going to watch it or it's not that their team is playing. They're going to watch because it's college football. And so you're going to want those Midwestern, the South States on your network because they're going to bring TV viewers every single weekend. Quick word about our sponsors here
0: on the show. Today's locked on big 12 podcast or their podcast. You guys are listening to is brought to you by bet online and BetOnline.net for you all to go place a wager on the team that won the Big 12 this year. Just go to BetOnline, BetOnline.net. They've got odds for every single conference that you all could want, odds for Heisman Trophy. They've got odds for not just college football. They've got baseball, basketball, football, futures, props, anything you want, they've got BetOnline, BetOnline.net. It's where the game starts. All right, guys, so the, the kind of interesting part about this too is the um, there is now an opening as well in basketball. I think there is one thing, you know, I know football drives the entire thing, but think about it like this big 10 basketball was usually what opened up a lot of their, their evenings. So that is there now too. And I mean, ESPN has got to have some interest because you're getting, you're getting some heavy hitters, right? I mean, you're getting uh, the big 12 offers three of the last six teams that made up the national championship game. They offer two of the last three national champions and it does not appear that Baylor or Kansas are going anywhere in those respects. And obviously more are incoming Texas OU, obviously good, really good programs, but I think the big 12 was kind of set up basketball wise to absorb that kind of loss. So that's there um, as well. I, I want to bring up something interesting though. We like to go in different directions here. A, a uh, listener hit me up on Twitter and said, um, why is nobody talking about Turner being a bidder for CFB rights. I believe the big 12 has an opportunity for TNT slash TBS to do a pregame show, then counter program all Saturday and all time windows. So I actually thought this was interesting. I said, it, I said only as long as we get inside the NBA as the pregame show. It's the only way that we're doing that. Um, but number one reason why we have not heard this is because it's not being reported because <laughs> nobody's actually on that story. But I will say like, the idea now – we have to extend this because I thought about this with NBC, right? The idea of college football on USA Network. Hey, where are the Premier League games now? Well, there's no longer an SN. They are going to a place like USA. The Premier League games are. Let's see if football could follow. Uh, Steven, would you have as much of a problem with Big 12 football on TNT, TBS, USA Network, places – like that are you opposed to it or what are you what are your thoughts on maybe a little bit outside the box still kind of being inside the major cable family though
1: yeah I mean I have uh, I have some fond memories of watching the big 12 on CBS I remember Vince Young I think that was the Oklahoma State game running around making that comeback. Um, Seneca Wallace and I was Wait, was this actually on TV? TV. Was it actually on TBS at one point? Am I? Just yeah, Big Twelve was on TBS at one point. Wow, okay. look at that!
0: There you go. This wouldn't. This, this wouldn't actually. It, it makes sense. I mean, Turner obviously. You know, I know they had college before. I just didn't realize it was exactly on TBS.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't for very long, but they were there. Um, I think the risk you run with that. I, I like the outside the box thinking. I feel like the risk you run is if you so you're losing Texas and OU. Um. And you don't necessarily have, like, I think you have some really good teams, really competitive teams. If you don't have a kind of a brand name to build around, I mean, you're built, like, you're not, everybody has, people have cable. I get it. But you're trying to get people to flip from ESPN, flip from Fox, you know, flip from Peacock. Like, you're you're trying to build your own sort of community within another network. And so that's tough to do now having a really solid pregame show. Um, that's a good, like, that's a good way to go about doing that counter programming. Um, I think is smart, but I just, I'm not sure the big 12 is set up to go to a completely different place and draw viewers, um, away from ESPN and Fox. I, I feel like a better route would be to going kind to of be interspersed you know yeah well I, it would
0: not be a primary i don't think they'd be a primary rights holder but i'm just saying like could you imagine a little a little 10 o'clock you know a 9 30 kickoff for uh for a big 12
1: game on tnt right i like Remember? it man somebody tuning in to watch like a rerun of the closer yeah, instead yeah. They, they get like <laughs> byu baylor texas tech yeah like where is why is why you know why is the equalizer not
0: on tnt right now it's, well yeah well, you, know,
1: you got you got you got football that's what you've got instead so, somebody just microwaved some garlic knots and sat down to watch <laughs> the big bang theory and instead they're getting big 12 football right they're where is my furious. impractical
0: jokers it's not on
1: here <laughs> sorry you've got you
0: know that's true tv man
1: that's Come true, true on, tv
0: yeah, true TV. exactly right but this this is this is where we're going and so you know john i mean obviously i'm going to be in a lot of uh very marquee i mean i think that the way that the the big 12 kind of equals the playing field is going different places the one the one big player that we have to mention here is amazon amazon gets left out now they have a thursday property right but i think the goal for amazon is to i've said this before is to make it to sundays right because that thursday night game it's its own thing we'll watch but like I, i i mean i don't love thursday nfl football like we all know how physical the NFL is and you know, it's not great. Like I mean, think about a week of practice when when we have a team that plays on Sunday and a Thursday, like that is a garbage week of practice. Cause especially cause they normally have off days. I mean, I know, I know some teams were like light stretch recovery Monday guys are off Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're hitting the hard practice. Saturday there's, you know, walkthrough obviously where, you know, travel, whatever it is like, you know, there's, I mean, And so the Thursday night product, I don't think we're all in love with it as it is. Obviously, it's some big games, some big matchups occasionally. But there's a whole lot of Jags Titans on there, right? A whole lot of Browns Dolphins on there. And I think Amazon obviously made a push to get in with the Big Ten side. At this point, it looks like they're going to be shut out. And so, John, I would say they're the biggest non-ESPN player out there that could make a could make a play for the primary rights. I actually believe that because Amazon's got so much money. I mean, there's no question about the amount of money they have to spend. So I know it's a hot take to say they are, but what do you think about that, John, about them being maybe the biggest threat to be a primary rights holder? Because I don't think Fox, CBS, or NBC would be a primary.
2: I mean, they've got the cash to go toe-to-toe with anybody. I mean, if they wanted to get all of the Big 12 on Amazon Prime streaming, they could do it. I mean, ESPN, Fox, they they can't compete with what Amazon's going to be able to throw out at anybody. And so I, I think probably what happens is kind of almost similar to the Thursday night game, but you get like a Saturday game of the week on Amazon Prime as opposed to like a full slate of Big Twelve games. Or you know, and I and I'd be okay with that. But I'm also you know I'm I'm Amazon Prime's you know subscriber, so that's not a big deal for me. I'm I'll be able to find my Oklahoma football games wherever. Um, I don't necessarily like the idea of it being kind of the primary place to find the Big 12 game of the week. Uh, I think that makes it more challenging um, in some respects for some of the viewership. But if the money's right, it, that doesn't matter near as much to the Big 12. If they're going to get paid handsomely to, to have that game over there, they'll be okay with the ratings being a little bit lower as long as they're going to get the money that they need to be able to distribute it to their schools, to keep the conference viable long-term. I, I, I like the idea of kind of being, um, you know, diversive with your properties, you know, having a game on TBS or TNT sometimes having a game on USA or Amazon, just being able to, to put your product out there as much as possible for as many people as possible. You know, if, if it's not a regional game, a thing, like, You know, if you're, say, you're up in New York City, but you're a Kansas State fan, well, if it's on Amazon Prime, you're going to be able to watch your team a little bit easier than you might be able to otherwise because of the way that they, you know, map out the regional matchups sometimes. And so I think from that perspective, it potentially opens things up because alumni live all over the place. And so being able to stream your team, look at, I just caught up a catchphrase for you, Amazon Prime stream your team. Stream your team. Stream your team. There you go. Team uh, you can get that one for free. Um, no, no, we're not doing the Bleacher Report thing. Um, no, my best. Um, <laughs> um, so I like it. I, I think it's an okay idea. I don't like it as a primary rights holder for the Big Twelve, just in what it does for kind of the the non-streaming viewership. But I think if the money's right, that that won't matter as much because again, it's going to allow teams to get more in their pocketbook and allow them to promote. In other ways, their their school, their university, their programming, and and their football team.
0: I'm, I'm just doing a little research. Um, the market cap for Amazon is 1.56 trillion dollars. Um, I believe the one for Disney is 375 billion. Just kind of give you an idea. I mean, I I know it's like like we have to wrap our minds around that, right? I mean, Disney, Disney, a juggernaut, and Amazon's got more. I, I think John brings up a point, Jake, that we you know we've talked about here too, but there is a possibility that CBS, Fox, and NBC, maybe now they've gotten a taste, maybe don't want, maybe are more hesitant to, to build more, right? There, you know, there's some, some of them or one of them might be wanting to build more. One of you know, one of them might be saying, no, we're good. We got our, I mean, we all saw how much they're paying for that one game a week. What's the, they're paying what, $300 million, $350 million, $350 million for, for one. three. For the second game, the second big 10 game, they're paying $350 million. That's how badly CBS want to get back in the game. Now we'll see if that satisfies them, but that's the point, right? Jake find the people yeah. who want to get into the game and say, all right, this is kind of, if, if you want a major player, we are the last show in town. Everybody else is there. If you want to get in on this and see if it's something you want to do, and I think—I mean—I think Brett Yormark's doing that, but that's maybe the play here. In a, ESPN's, I think—I think we all agree, ESPN will probably end up being the primary,
3: right? Uh, yeah, I would assume so. So the one thing I—I I want to point people to is Brett Yormark. I know that he uh, came over from the Nets and working there in New York City, but most people I think are overlooking the fact that he spent time with NASCAR and helped put together a Media Rights still when he was with NASCAR. Mm-hmm. We all know that NASCAR has kind of been through it's been through different iterations of networks it's been on and that type of stuff. This is a guy who's been through media rights negotiations, and I think he is going to think outside the box on this. Yeah, if Amazon wants to get in the mix, yeah, you entertain that. If TNT, if if Turner wants to get in, I want Chuck on a pregame show. I'd love to have Charles Barkley talking in college football every week. I'm all on board with that. So chase as many opportunities as you can find because you're right, you need to dip into different, uh, piles of cash here and grab as much of it as you possibly can because we all know that the sec and the big 10 have got this big lead out there in terms of how much money they're being projected to make is the big 12 you need to collect as much of that as you possibly can and get yourself within shouting distance if at all possible
0: last question i have for you guys and you guys can all answer it uh you know it's a complicated one um we'll try to be semi-brief does does ESPN try to facilitate a merger between Pac-12 and the Big 12? Uh and a merger I mean maybe one of them eating one of them eating teams uh because